Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana, the world's first and only musical comedy game show where there are no winners, no losers, just Smooth by Santana. We have a duo today. It's an interesting dynamic. We have uh, my good friend, John Blackwell, and his girlfriend, Cecilia. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good Good to hear. Good to hear. So um, as we were talking before we started recording, uh, this is John's sixth appearance on the show uh tying the record and cecilia's first ever appearance cecilia did you even know the show existed before maybe like an hour ago actually yeah no because i remember you telling me about like when you did it back in the spring i'm very he tells everyone he knows yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of like a part of you know your interest hi i'm john blackwell um i am second most featured guest on is about this movie by santana that's kind of like those like name tags you put on your shirt you know (laughs) right right my name is i've been on smooth by santana five times five times and the higher that number is the more respect they will give you you know right. if you're only like a two-timer it's like whatever who is it right who is it a two-timer on <laughs> is it better than smooth by santana so john you've been on uh six times now but in your past five appearance i actually have the numbers thank you marco bell for the numbers you've had 23 hot ones and 17 forget about it so you're a hot one uh leaning guy there um do you still feel like that's kind of something you're gonna have going into this episode or do you feel like you know you're kind of more of a pessimistic person since your last appearance yeah well we we um listened to the song on the way over. i hadn't heard of it before she'd never heard wow it. and it's been a while since i listened to it and, uh, <laughs> man no i think there's gonna be a lot of hot ones in this episode interesting interesting cecilia how do you feel about not only the song but this whole experiment that we're about to go on i'm intrigued Mm. the song itself i i i would put it in probably the the bottom we'll we'll be nice and say 10 (laughs) percent. wow wow interesting interesting so you don't agree with science on the matter is what i'm hearing I told her the science says it. Okay, here's the thing. I literally got two degrees in music, so I'm mm-hmm. like really critical here. Mm, interesting, interesting. So the people down at science aren't getting a thumbs up from either of you today, but that's all right. Uh, because in the end, it's still the same question, no matter how you look at it. Is it better than Smooth by Santana? And I feel like anyone in the world can answer that question. So... As every duo episode goes, you guys cannot move forward until you both agree on a single answer. Um, do you guys feel like you agree a lot of time on music, or do you feel like there might be some uh, some controversy here today? On music, uh, we don't really talk about music. Yeah, we don't. That's kind of funny because I think that's all we talked about, John. Whenever <laughs> <laughs> you were down in Louisiana, uh, yeah. I mean, I think we kind of like. I appreciate the more classical stuff. Which is what you yeah. really like. Um, I don't think we have too many disagreements. No, uh, I don't think we've had too many music disagreements at all. Mm. If any. Yeah. But then again, we haven't really talked too yeah. much about music. So <laughs> that's kind of I don't know if there, there's like an accurate bar that's been set for arguments versus non-arguments. Is it kind of one of those things where music is such a big part of your professional life that whatever you don't have to deal with it, you don't want to deal with it? Is it kind of like that? It's really sad because like, I don't know, 
I used to love listening to music and now like I can only do it so much. Right. So, yeah. Interesting. I guess it's a part of the game. Yeah. All right. Very good. So you guys ready to get started? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, in 2020, scientists discovered that Smooth by Santana is the exact middle point of all music. With that, my guest will listen to every song that has ever been made and decide whether or not the song is better or worse than the Latin alternative rock classic. Eventually, by the end of the show's run, all music in its entirety will be classified into two categories. Here are the rules. I would go through eight different songs from eight different genres by eight different artists. After listening to each one of the songs, it is up to the guests to decide whether or not the song is better or worse than Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. If the song is better, the guests will say, man, it's a hot one. If the song is worse, the guests will say, forget about it. One of those options must be chosen by the guests, but the guests are able to elaborate if they please by choosing a soft or hard option. For example, they can say that's a hard hot one if it's much better than Smooth by Santana or a soft forget about it if it's slightly worse. But since it's a duo episode, as I said, they're not allowed to move on until they both agree on a singular answer. So someone's going to have to fold if there is any disagreements. And the song will also be played for you at home, so feel free to play along. Email me, Europeans, at one at Outlook.com. All right. You guys ready for song number one? Yeah. So sure. Song number one is a hit. Some of the people know, some of the people recognize. And this hit comes from the, the year 2015, which is a pretty good time. I think uh, you were in high school. At that point, John, so, and this song is a 2015 teen pop song, and it is Stitches by Shawn Mendes. I thought that I've been hurt before, but no one's ever left me quite this sore. Your words cut deeper than a knife Now I need someone to breathe me back to life Got a feeling that I'm going under But I know that I'll make it out alive If I quit calling you my lover Move on You watch me bleed until I can't breathe All right, that was song number one. That was a hit. That was Stitches by Sean Mendez, a 2015 teen pop song. Sean Mendez is a singer-songwriter from Ontario, Canada. The song comes from Mendez's debut album titled Handwritten. The song reached number four on the Billboard Top 100 chart and number 10 on the Canadian Hot 100 chart. So his own people down in Canada didn't like him as much as uh, those in the United States. So it's all right, Sean. The United States will take you in. Uh, the song was nominated for a Teen Choice Award. It was performed by Mendez on numerous television programs, including The Ellen DeGeneres Show, Conan O'Brien, and Good Morning America. So, John and Cecilia, is it better than Smooth by Santana? I think I think it's a hard hot one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a hot one. We're very much in agreement on that. <laughs> Interesting. A hard hot one. Let's hear it. Yeah. Well, one, I I I think it's just more interesting you were saying that well yeah from a musical standpoint like as someone who's had to like study like the inner workings of music from a musical standpoint it's like way more interesting like the textures that he uses and the rhythms and the way he layers the rhythms it's just way more interesting hmm. 
Yeah, I also I also think he's a bit of a better singer than um Rob Thomas. Whoa now, John. Whoa now. <laughs> <laughs> I also agree with that. <laughs> granted, there's no, you know, silky smooth uh mm. antenna electric guitar solos, but uh I don't think this is that kind of song, so it doesn't really need them. Um and um I just I think the the lyrics are kind of like a little more romantic than uh smooths are i didn't like the lyrics to yeah. like you can't you can hear sean <laughs> mendez uh saying give me your love make it real or else forget about it mm-hmm. would never say forget about it he'd accept it right. exactly mendez, exactly that kind of person <laughs> <laughs> one thing uh i did talk about in the description is that this song was nominated for a team choice award considering you gave it a hot one do you think smooth by santana has the capabilities of being nominated for a team choice award absolutely not i don't think it, it can even qualify it's 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 over the majority <laughs> age at this point <laughs> that's true considering uh carlos santana is about probably pushing 70 right now huh you may not play to woodstock that's cool. <laughs> Where most of the parents of the teens weren't even alive for. <laughs> well, hold up. It was only nominated for a Teen Choice Award, though. I mean, yes, of course it didn't win. But, I mean, Smooth by Santana could get nominated if it wanted to, right? Maybe? Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I want to know what won that in 2015, that Teen Choice Award. Mm. Do we need to refer to our good friend Google? I think so. All right. Roger so, on hand. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, don't, I can't say I know the exact information. <laughs> Um, when it comes to Teen Choice Award winners. But, you know, maybe I should. Anyway, any other notes when it comes to this song? I don't know. I think I think it rightfully lost the Teen Choice Award. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I'm inclined to. I did. I pulled up the lyric, and I hate the, like, the chorus. It goes, and now that I'm without your kisses, yeah, I'll be needing stitches. Mm. I don't really like that too much. Mm. Too medical. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's really, it's really, you know, over my, uh, over my head. The way he sings kisses, the kisses. He's is it because he's Canadian? Yeah. Oh, is that how they say it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I've ever. Actually, I do know a Canadian. I was about to say I don't know if I've ever met a Canadian, but that would be a lie. And that's one thing no, I'm, I'm not, and that's not a liar. So I've been to Canada. You've been to Canada? Did you see I Sean know. Mendes there? No, no. No, they exiled them. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. They prefer Rush and Nickelback yeah. when it comes to Canadian musicians, not Sean Mendes. All right. So Sean Mendes will get a hot one. I think it's his first appearance on the show. So I think it's his first hot one. So he's one for one. Congratulations, Sean. Moving on to song number two. And song number two also comes from 2015, but this is an indie country song. And it is Something from Nothing by Fairground Saints. Some days I get high 
Song number two, that was Something From Nothing by Fairground Saints. Fairground Saints are a country trio from Santa Barbara, California. The song is a title track from the group's debut studio album, which released um, in 2015, and it's their only album to release to date. The group uh, originally started as a solo act by vocalist Mason Van Valen before adding the current members. So, John and Cecilia, is it better than Smooth by Santana? This is like a very soft hot one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Let's hear it. Well, you want to go first? By principle, I hate country music, mm. but the indie vibe redeemed it. However, the lyrics, I didn't find, I don't know. I didn't like the lyrics very much. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's my thoughts. <laughs> the lyrics in this one were kind of like the opposite of what I was saying about Sean Mendez, the one before. <laughs> They're like, it's not worth making making something for nothing. And Sean <laughs> Mendez was like, no, let's let's we could have absolutely nothing. And we'll make something out. Of it. <laughs> I didn't even think about that actually. <laughs> A bottom feeder with that. They're like, we'll just we'll forget about it. They're kind of like Santana. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, you you were kind of like it sounds wholesome. The lyrics aren't wholesome, but it sounds wholesome. Yeah, so yeah. It's like a nice little contrast that it's got mm. going for it. Interesting. Um, my, my my I wasn't crazy about the song, but the, I might I might just be hallucinating. <laughs> this <song laughs> sounds to me like exactly like my life by Billy Joel, and. uh it's uh it part of me thought i was listening to my life and that might have been why i wanted to give it a hot one interesting i didn't hear that on my listens but now i have to go back i think like listen to the first line of the song and imagine it's billy joel singing my life (laughs) (laughs) i think if i listen to any song and imagine billy joel singing my life it's gonna sound like my life but no you couldn't listen to like metallica that's fair. You're right. right. I mean, you know. You're right. <laughs> so, John, uh, are you a fan of country music? Yeah. Well, you know, I kind of like country. I think listening to the show, you'd be a little taken aback by that because I think every country song we've had on here has just been absolutely horrible. Like Tim Montana's "Be a Cowboy." <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to be a cowboy after listening. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but no, we had like this. We had the grass schools. That was almost country music. Um, <laughs> they've been pretty, it's been pretty bad for country over here, but I like it, you know. Interesting. Well, you just wouldn't know from your appearances from the song shows. Yeah. I gotcha. So one fact that kind of struck me when it came to this group is that they're from Santa Barbara, California, which may be the least country place in the entire world next to, I guess, like New York City. Um, mm-hmm. Do you feel like being from there, you can't really call yourself a country artist or you feel like country is you know, on the inside, you know, location doesn't make or break it. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I think location breaks it. I think we all, you know, heard like Merle Haggard was from Bakersfield, California. I think Mm. that's a town. (laughs) (laughs) It is. You're right. (laughs) I don't think you can live in the woods, (laughs) but Santa Barbara is a little, 
I don't know if you can be from somewhere called Barbara. <laughs> I, no, Santa Barbara is not. Santa Monica is where the psych is set. That one TV Santa show. Santa Monica is like very, yeah. very LA. Yeah. Yeah. What about Santa Cruz? Where's that at? Isn't that near like Fresno, like middle California? I don't know. I've been to California very few times. They've all what been about Santa, Santa Claus country, do you think? Santa Claus? Lives in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> he lives in the middle of nowhere. I mean, I don't know, but like, don't you kind of have to sing about like trucks and all that? I don't feel like that's the country. Yeah, that's more like tundra. That's, wouldn't that be the equivalent, though, of a truck up in the North Pole? A sleigh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I guess so. I feel like we have an opportunity to make a new genre here because there's country, but Santa Claus would be like tundra. So, like, we could make like more (laughs) wintry, you know, (laughs) talk about, you know, all that stuff. All right. So, we got a hot one for song number two. So, we got two hot ones. Moving on to song number three. And song number three is a good bit further back. Um, It's from 1941. And it's a jazz track, and it is All of Me by Billie Holiday. song number three that was a 1941 jazz hit all of me by billy holiday billy holiday was a jazz vocalist from philadelphia pennsylvania the song was originally written by gerald marks and seymour simmons in 1931 and was first notably recorded by singer bell baker numerous artists have also recorded versions of this track including frank sinatra and louis armstrong so john cecilia is it better than smooth by santana significantly better <laughs> Mm. It's a hot one. It's a hot one. one. Okay, let's hear it. Well, we actually didn't talk about why. (laughs) (laughs) I think, well, one, I think all the jazz, jazz is just good. It's classy. That's, Mm -hmm. I think I've had, I've had a couple jazz songs on here before. Mm. Maybe, can't remember what. But uh, yeah, no, it's classy. It's mellow and relaxing cute yeah um the uh there was that part in the middle where the uh 
tenor saxophone. The tenor saxophone solo came in. That was nice. <laughs> that reminded me of like a harmonica solo, but it wasn't a harmonica. It was it definitely was, that it was a tenor so far from a harmonica. <laughs> it was close to a harmonica. Uh, They're good friends in the instrument. Yeah, they, yeah. you know, <laughs> they had the same, uh, you know. Yeah, tambor. That, that's a word, right? Tambor? Am I just like saying? Tambor is a word. Yes, it's, that's a musical word. But it can't be applied that's there. the thing that you smack on and it jingles. That's a tambourine. <laughs> God, you just know so much about music. I'm, yeah, I'm like a virtual. I never have stopped being impressed. I don't think I know anyone who knows more about music than you. <laughs> so jazz do you find yourself listening to jazz kind of on your own is that something you'll find yourself kind of putting on to like study or do other you know work-related activities or you feel like jazz just has a time and place and it's not a regular occurrence i think it depends on like my mood yeah very much so every once in a while i'm just in a mood to put on some like frank sinatra usually when i'm cleaning I don't know why. Maybe I'm trying to romanticize the fact that I'm cleaning. I don't know. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Feel like you're in like a Disney movie or something while you do it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> sure. Yeah, I, gotcha. I think jazz works. Like, if like somehow the world just turned to like grayscale around you, and smoke just appeared out of nowhere, it would be a good time to put on some jazz. <laughs> <laughs> if you were in a that would be place. a good opportunity if that yeah. does occur be the perfect, that's what jazz was meant for that type i have a jazz part. playlist just in case that happens yeah. <laughs> um, so billy holiday one of the main figures when it comes to jazz of that era um do you consider yourself a fan of her or you don't really haven't listened to too much of her stuff oh she's cool like i haven't listened to too much of her but like i know about like her historically and stuff and like I appreciate her a lot. I didn't know she was from um, Philadelphia. That I did not know either. No, it is not. She's a big Eagles fan. (laughs) (laughs) I did. I did. I think in my like second episode, I called Philadelphia like the worst place on her. That is true. At some point, the ghost of Billie Holiday is going to find (laughs) out. Yeah, Billie Holiday is not happy about that statement. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Have, you, have you been to Philadelphia since uh since moving up to your current location? No, I have. We're we're gonna go in November. Yeah. Um, there's a the shrine of something, isn't it? The uh, there's a bunch of shrines there. There's the shrine of Our Lady of Chestahova. There's the shrine of Our Lady of the Miraculous Medal. That's yeah. We're going to um, that. definitely going to that one. We went on song number four. And song number four is from 1991. It's a new Jack swing song, which is a genre I don't go into super often. And it is Live and Learn by Joe Public.
All right, that was song number four. That was Live and Learn by Joe Public, a 1991 New Jack Swing song. Joe Public is a New Jack Swing group from Buffalo, New York. The song was the second single off of the group's self-titled debut album and reached number four on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. The song is noted for its heavy use of sampling, taking samples from tracks such as Sing a Simple Song by Sly and the Family Stone, Peg by Steely Dan, and Get Up, Get Into, Get Involved by James Brown. So John and Cecilia, is it better than Smooth by Santana? Forget about it. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. The first forget about the episode. Let's hear it. Yeah. Well, the be- just the opening like five seconds made me want to like run out of the room. Yeah. No, it's it's like you know in nails movies, grating on a chalkboard. Yeah, like when you scrape your fingernails across the chalkboard, and it made me wish that the person who took you know all of Billy Holiday took my ears too because it was just so <laughs> bad. And then also, like, the lyrics got pretty deep pretty quick. Yeah, too <laughs> quick. Like, no. I don't think we needed, you know, that, like, existential dread. <laughs> Ten seconds into Live and Learn by Joe Public. <laughs> uh, here's the first lyrics. Here's a little story about life. Everybody that lives surely dies. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Joe, but I don't, I don't know how you want to start it. Mm. Um, I think it's, it had a positive message, though. Uh, there's so much wrong and negativity, enough for the whole world to see. I know there's still a possibility. You raise a little kid, he turns out bold. You know, so maybe you have a bold little kid one day and you you think back to listening to Live and Learn. You think maybe if, if, I, if Joe Public hadn't sang that, my kid wouldn't be so bold. Yeah. So Joe Public like a Nostradamus of R and B music, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's what Nostradamus translates to. R and B, rhythm no, and blues. Joe Public. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you feel like the genre is something you might want to listen to, or you feel like that's not a good representation of the genre? You don't want anything to do with it. If that's what the whole genre is like, I will never listen to it ever again. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I don't like it. Interesting. Interesting. So it does make you wonder what old Jack Swing was like to to bring to make it like a, a new one needed. Right. It's kind of like, you know, New York, New Mexico, New Jersey. Like yeah. we're so bad about the originals. Old Jack Swing, who knows when that was? I mean, if it was in the nineties was new Jack Swing. Yeah. And that's already kind of a long time ago. You know. I know, yeah. But then also that's when Smooth by Santana came out or close enough to it. Was it, mm. was it 1999, John? Oh, okay. if, if you would listen to the opening of the show, you would learn that. But it's okay. Uh, I've been on enough times. I just kind of let it glaze over. Me at this <laughs> That's time. true. That's true. I will say, being on the show sometimes, <laughs> being the host of the show, and doing it so many like episodes, I like sometimes forget. Like "Smooth" by Santana is not just his like idea. It's like an actual song that like people listen to and know about you know so we just get comfortable john especially me and you just been on it so many times yeah <laughs> so we gotta forget about first forget about it of the episode that was for song number four moving on to song number five we're past the halfway point of the episode and song number five comes from 2017 it's a pop punk track and it is misery by blink 182 
right, that was song number five. That was a 2017 pop punk song, Misery by Blink-182. Blink-182 is a pop punk group from Poway, California. The track was a bonus single off of the group's seventh studio album titled California. The album topped the charts in four different countries, including the United States and Canada, and was nominated for the Grammy for Best Rock Album. The album was also notable for being the first release from the band following the departure of original guitarist Tom DeLonge. So, John and Cecilia, is it better than it's moved by Santana? I th- I think it's a forget about it. Yeah. Mm, let's hear it. Yeah. I think... Uh, it could have been written by an angsty teenager <laughs> whose main problems in life aren't that dramatic, but they feel like it is. <laughs> That's just the vibe I was getting from it. Yeah. Yeah. My my big problem is like you said, uh, the 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 front man isn't even part of the band anymore. <laughs> he left in twenty fifteen, and this mm-hmm. is a twenty sixteen song. I guess he's fully devoted to Angels and Airways now. That's uh, it. That's it. And uh, yeah, no, I I, I heard it. And I was like, who is this singing? This isn't right. And it took me a while to come to <laughs> realization that oh, this is. I had to look it up. This is not the Blink-182 I know and love from my childhood. Oh, you know and love Blink-182? Well, love is a strong word. (laughs) (laughs) I listened to I Miss You a bunch of times in in certain moments. I'll say that, but that's... (laughs) Well, I was about to say the most iconic moment in the entirety of Blink-182's discography is Tom DeLodge going, where are you? Yeah. And you don't even have that anymore. (laughs) It's not there. Well, I was kind of hoping that he would just say it in this song. (laughs) <laughs> i didn't even get that so no no so blink 182 has had two albums since then and you can't even really call them blink 182 anymore you know yeah it's just like blink 18 you just blink yeah just blink and that's just such a, a lame name just blink yeah. blink it's kind of like whenever you're making an email and you type in your name like that's taken you're like okay uh my name one taken and you got to keep on going until you get that number so I'm yeah. guessing that's what happened with Blink-182, right? Like after 181 t- bands that have already formed, they yeah, got it. didn't have Tom was the problem. Mm, that's true. But it's okay. Tom's out looking for aliens right now, which is a real thing. Tom is a, uh alien hunter. It, when he's not making pop punk music, he Sometimes hunts for aliens. Surprise me. <laughs> and that's a true fact. You can look that up. <laughs> My favorite... yeah it makes sense my favorite story about tom is that like nasa whenever they get like official ufo sightings you know like just not even necessarily aliens but like unidentified flying objects they have to say where it came from and the internet went crazy in 2018 because nasa posted like on their official website ufo sighting by tom the lodge and everyone just went yo the guy from blink 182 (laughs) (laughs) so shout out tom the lodge he's a national hero Oh my gosh, he's protecting us. <laughs> if the only thing standing in our way from an alien invasion is a guitarist from a pop punk band, I'm like, that makes a good movie. I can't wait for the documentary to come yeah, out. No. Oh gosh. He, he stands on the mountains at night and he says to the aliens, where are you? Where are you? <laughs> I'm so sorry. That, that, that's a joke that just writes itself. <laughs> So we're moving on to song number six. We got our first forget about it of the episode. Let's see if we can we can move on to get another hot one to even it oh, out. Who knows? That was our second forget about it. That was your second forget about it. You're right. 
You're right. It was the second forget about of the episode. We're going to see if that stays a trend with song number six. And song number six comes from 2005. It's a funk track, and it is 30 Harry by Gorillaz. song number six that was a 2005 funk song 30 harry by gorillas gorillas is an alternative rock hip-hop and pop group from london england the song comes from the group's second studio album titled demon days which reached the top 10 in 22 different countries the song itself uh, charted at number six on the uk singles chart and number seven on the top scotland music chart so john and cecilia is it better than smooth by santana oh it's it's a forget about it yeah. Or else forget about it. Another forget about. It. Let's hear it. Well, one, I think these lyrics are just terrible. There's like sentence fragments everywhere. The chorus has like it starts off, I need a gun to keep myself among. And then nothing. Among who? We don't know. <laughs> and it goes, the poor people are burning in the sun. Uh so I don't know. That was kind of just like an afro there. Um, it was a little strange. Um, also, when it got to like the rap verse, I, I, it's like a 2005, but it sounds like it was from like 1972. <laughs> uh, like it sounds like old, like really old, old style rap. Um, yeah. But and they just keep sentence fragments up. Yeah. I just, mm, from a sound perspective, it just like, just, just why? Mm. That that's yeah. Yeah, it sounds bad. It's a it bad just song. sounds bad. It's not good. The combination of, I don't know. It sounded like someone was banging on a metal pipe with like another metal pipe. Like, please, please, please don't. Like in every aspect of creating a good song, they failed. Uh, if you had a checklist of what a good song should contain. I think all of them would be checked off. No. Yeah. Um, I'm inclined to agree with that. It's yeah, it's bad. There we go. Yeah. No so um, the song did chart at number six on the UK single chart, which isn't necessarily super duper high up there, but it's pretty considerable considering most songs don't even make it. 
even though you did give it a forget about, you said it wasn't a good song. Is there anything a part of it that you think the general public could maybe latch onto that would have, you know, made sense for the amount of success it did receive? Um, if they were all on drugs. Yeah, I think it. I think it fits in the UK because it's kind of like a faux deep thing, and they love that stuff. <laughs> they love it when you act like you're saying something, but you're not really saying anything. At all. For- Sure. And you think that's what the song represents? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So we got to forget about it for song number six. Three forget about us in a row. So we're moving on to song number seven. We're getting close to the end of the episode. And song number seven is interesting because we have a different theme for every episode when it comes to song number seven. Sometimes we'll do like a new song by an already popular artist. Sometimes we'll celebrate like a national holiday of sorts. But today is a return uh uh a theme i don't even know if you're familiar of this theme existing john i don't know if you listened to that one episode it was a part of but it is the return of ringo roundup Y'all ready for this? yo everybody welcome back to ringo roundup your one-stop shop for everything ringo star related we're talking ringo star updates ringo star news ringo star sightings you name it everything you need to know about everyone's favorite liverpoolian drummer today we have some breaking ringo star news um, last month, we as a modern society were gifted another Ringo Starr EP release. So <laughs> you might be asking yourselves, hey Alex, Ringo Starr is currently 82 years old and is already regarded as one of the most famous drummers of all time, being a part of the most successful music act to ever exist. Does he really need to make more music? And the answer to that question is obviously a resounding yes. Because when Ringo Starr isn't selling NFTs, he's grinding in the studio. So to celebrate, we're going to listen to a track off of his new EP. So here is a 2022 rock track by Sir Richard Starkey, and it is World Go Round.
that was song number seven. That was World Go Round by Ringo Starr, a 2022 rock track. Yes, a 2022 Ringo Starr song. Uh, the track comes from Ringo's newest EP titled EP3. In total, Ringo has released 20 studio albums and four EPs. Interesting fact about the song is that it's not written by Ringo himself. He was too busy doing something, I think, but uh, was rather credited to Steve Lukather and Joseph Williams, who are both members of the band Toto. So I guess they were, they had enough time to, to write it for them. And um, they both appeared on the song as well. Uh, and fun Ringo star fact, when the Beatles went to India on a pilgrimage, Ringo had to leave early because he ran out of baked beans. And that's a real fact. That's not a... That's not a snarky <laughs> joke by Alex. Ringo had to leave his pilgrimage early because he ran out of beans. So, John and Cecilia isn't better than Smooth by Santana. Well, we've got a bit of a disagreement here. Oh, no. I think it's forget about it. But I don't know. I think it's slightly better. I really do. Not the song itself. Like, I think the music is not great. It's very generic. <laughs> it's very bland. But the lyrics are wholesome and they're compassionate. Like, I don't know. I appreciate the compassionate aspect of these lyrics, especially when compared to the last one, which literally just had sentence fragments. So <laughs> that the, the lyrics like push it up, in my opinion. Yeah, I have three, three things to say about this song. <laughs> one, it sounds like a song you'd hear at the end of like a John Hughes movie, right? <laughs> Like like this could play at the end of like Pretty in Pink, and you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to tell the difference, right? Or the Breakfast Club or something. You're not wrong about yeah. that. Yeah, I'll agree with that. I have no idea who he's talking to. He's like, he says, uh, at the start, he's like, boy, I understand. So I guess he's talking to a boy. Is it his son? Is it? But I feel like Ringo's son is probably in his fifties now. <laughs> I don't know why. You might be talking to Paul McCartney, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I guess yeah, Paul Paul does feel like the the world is on his shoulder. Yeah. Let's say the fun is over. So um also he's a Ringo Ringo says, so for you I wrote this song, but you just said earlier, Toto wrote the song. Mm. Well liar. Mm, Rio um, just keeps lying, man. The thing I just figured out about this song. Um, but my biggest thing is I just don't think I would ever choose to listen to this over smooth. Interesting. And that's kind of like the end all be all to say if it's better. Um, so I think it's worse. You think it's better? Yeah. I'm not budging. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to budge either. But I will. Oh, no. You will buzz, you're gonna be the good one. It's slightly, slightly better. I mean, John, as the biggest Ringo Starr fan I know, um, can you just like credit some of the innovations he's provided for popular music? Yeah, I I mean, he made it like normal to sing out of key, right? (laughs) Good of him to do that. Um, Yeah, okay, I guess like it being Ringo, like you kind of have to give it like a six. Right there, so that'll bring it up on, to on six point one relative to Ringo Starr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, like you know, if like if like Louis Armstrong had a song that was just terrible, you would still like it's Louis Armstrong, so you can you can give it a pass. I yeah, got gotcha. you. That's what happened here, except it was Ringo. 
So Cecilia, um, having both, you know, a master's and an undergrad degree in music, um, how many classes did you have that were solely based on Ringo Starr? Zero. I think we may have, like, his name was mentioned once in my Music History 3 class. Mm. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. So so you guys didn't dissect World Go Round at any point? Absolutely. Well, I mean, first of all, it's a 2022 hit. Yeah, but I didn't know if you guys had, like, three secret, three like, class circles. I took in 2018. Mm-hmm. So... Alas. I didn't know if you had like someone you could pull strings for. Like we got this unreleased Ringo Starr song. It doesn't come out for four years. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> what about your like advanced drumming technique class? I never talk about <laughs> I Dang. quit music ed before I got to percussion. Oh. Mm. I'm sure it'll be the next Ringo Starr, honestly. <laughs> yeah, he didn't he never knew anything about music. <laughs> so we gotta a hot one. It was a little bit of controversy, but we got a hot one for song number seven. We're going to go into the last song of the episode. Song number eight. It's a hit. A hit. A song that people know. Something that people recognize. And we started the episode with a 2015 hit. It was Stitches by Shawn Mendes. And we're going to end it with a 1992 hip-hop hit. It is Hip Hop Hooray by Naughty by Nature. Give it up for Naughty by Nature! song number eight the final song of this episode of it's a better than smooth by santana and it was a 1992 hip-hop song hip-hop parade by naughty by nature naughty by nature is a hip-hop group from east orange new jersey the song comes from the group's third studio album titled 1993 get it it's kind of kind of like the yeah. year kind of yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it reached number three on the billboard top 200 chart uh, the song itself was very successful as well topping the canadian singles chart and reaching number eight on the Billboard Hot 100, which is funny because this is an American group that did better in Canada, and Shawn Mendes <laughs> in Canada did better in the United States. So you could say the exact inverse of Shawn Mendes, both musically and I guess, you know, career-wise, is naughty by nature. Um, you never know. The song was the walk-up song for Major League Baseball Hall of Famer Ken Griffey Jr. during his tenure with the Seattle Manors and was played by the New York Yankees after a home run um for every home game they had back in the day i think they stopped doing it though so anyway for the last time this episode john and cecilia is it better than smooth by santana it's a forget about it yeah yeah mm.
Let's hear it. Well, the first thing that that kind of threw me off was that on the album cover, um, I guess maybe it's by is uh, holding a chainsaw. <laughs> I don't really know what that's about. Uh, <laughs> I don't really like that. Also, I'm looking at the the title 1993, uh, and I, it's uh, it's weird because they do 19 in like arabic numerals you know one and a nine yeah but then for naughty three they they do the three in roman numerals so they switch systems and you got a problem with that you got a problem with that say it to oh, their face absolutely. you got a problem with that well i don't know i don't want to say i have a problem with it because again he has a chainsaw <laughs> so, i don't know if i want to get on by his bad side so you would probably but... say something like you got a problem with my numerals punk and you're like no sir no, Mr. Naughty. <laughs> With a chainsaw in your head. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, neither of us are really big hip-hop fans. No, not at all. Yeah. I didn't like the lyrics. I didn't like the general vibe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, one, this is, I, oh, here's the thing. He says, uh, in the lyrics, what you thinking? Because I'm vamping. I don't know what that means. Mm. It makes me think he's like a vampire. It's no, probably an East Orange, New Jersey thing. You know? Yeah. Vamping is when you repeat something over and over and over again. Like the same thing. Huh. But what is he... What is he repeating? That's <laughs> yeah, a great, what... great question. Because he says a lot of words and he's not repeating them. So... Yeah. He's vamping. Well, he's, he was, he's not vamping. He said he was vamping. He, he's, so he's a liar. Oh, wow. Um, oh, so apparently someone thinks he's cheating as well. Um, on genius.com? No, this is the Spotify lyrics. They're really <laughs> not good for this song. I don't know what someone was slacking off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, it, you know, I don't know why this was a hit. Maybe Ken Griffey caused it, but, um, yeah, no. I, I, Interesting. This was the nineties. The nineties were a bad time. Nineteen ninety-two. Yeah, the early nineties were just a bad time. Hmm. So, do you feel like even though the song is "Forget About It" uh, in comparison to "Smooth" by Santana, it could be more enjoyable in a certain setting? Like, let's say you you walk into a club and everyone starts going, "Hey, ho!" Are you like, okay, I'm gonna join in on this? No. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> walk into a club. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't find my but I'd rather walk into a club that's playing smooth, actually. Yeah. You know, and that, I guess that kind of goes back to the main question, huh? Yeah, is it better? Mm. So, I what about a podcast about that question? That's true. But how about this question? If you're a major league baseball player, what would you want for your walk-up song, smooth or hip hop hooray? Neither. Oh, for my walk-up song. I don't know because smooth is like smooth is long. You can't just pick a spot and jump in. You have to <laughs> hear the whole thing. So yeah, maybe it does work better as a walk-up song if you're Ken Griffin. But uh, I mean, there's two ways because you got the the hey ho. That's kind of cool when you're walking up to the plate. Yeah. But with smooth, you get that like the little drum like da 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 like you know beginning. That's kind of that's kind of cool. You know. I guess it depends on how fast of a walker you are. Mm, if you walk slow enough to let all of smooth play then i'd go smooth 
Yeah, I think the fans would be after the second chorus. They're like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> why? Why isn't he playing? Why isn't he batting?" Yeah, no, you have to stop and tie your shoes, maybe. Really yeah, go. exactly. Talk to the coach, you know. Yeah. Like, Am I supposed to hit it, coach, or what do I do? Yeah, exactly. Should I hit a home run here? Because <laughs> it's hey, a if you're powered decision. by smooth, you just might be able to. Oh yeah, I mean, if you can line it up, could you imagine like hitting a home run? right whenever the course hits you know man it's just like the ocean the crowd will go insane so you gotta like you know for the entertainment purpose of baseball you gotta line it up perfectly yeah so interesting so all eight songs how do you guys feel you did any any regrets anything you wish you can go back on or you feel like you know you're happy you can sleep at night with these decisions zero regrets <laughs> uh, I, think good. It was, I think it was an even split yeah mm, so. no Four four? Oh yeah, that's right. Because I wouldn't budge on the one. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been a. Actually, would have been a good good day for um, for smooth if it weren't for Ringo Starr. <laughs> so it sounds like fifty percent of music here is better than Smooth by Santana. It's Ooh, almost as know. if the science you guys were disagreeing with earlier kind of kind of ended up working out. I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Science strikes again. <laughs> so we have some questions for you. The same questions I ask every guest on the show. And the first one is, what type of music are you currently listening to? What is on the rotation? Hmm. Um, want to go first? Yeah, for me, I think it's been like alternating between soundtracks and folk indie music. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I think more indie folk, though, than soundtrack right now. There's one band I just recently discovered that's like this husband and wife duo called the Grey Havens. And it's like, a, I think the title is like a reference to Lord of the Rings. Um, but they have some like really neat music um, that's just like, I don't know, it's wholesome. And just, yeah, a lot of different vibes throughout their music. Some of it's more intense. Some of it's more like laid back, but I've been liking that a lot. Mm, nice. Yeah, I. Um, so fun fact about me, I just deleted my Apple Music subscription like a month oh, ago. Goodness. So I don't hear much music anymore. So this was the first songs you probably heard in a month. No, well, I have CDs. <laughs> Uh, what was that? I'm, I'm, I guess I missed that. that. They're like little like things, and you put them in, in other things, and it plays music. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll look um, into that. But what I did, I I replaced my Apple Music subscription with a Halo subscription. You know oh, that man. app? Yeah. Um, and they have like, um, like piano hymns on there, and I've been listening to those to go to sleep to. Uh, so that's what I've been listening to. Um, uh so i don't know if i really have a okay on hallow it's francesca la rosa of keys of peace that is my shout out uh especially especially the sanctus she's got on there so yeah kind of a letdown of a shout out but sure (laughs) when she listens to this she'll appreciate it is there any other song or artist recommendations you have out there? Or those those work for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's good. For yeah. Me. 
Cool. And anyone you want to give a shout out to outside of the realm of music? What? Yeah. You. I don't think you, don't <laughs> think you can shout me out. On the show. Uh, I'll shout out. Um, I don't know. I don't really want to shout anyone out. <laughs> I think I've shouted out everyone I know at this point. So the shouts for this episode is the other guests and no one. <laughs> <laughs> can I shout out you and we could do like a triangle? Yeah, that works. So it's kind of like a, a little a three-way shout out. That's kind of yeah. cool. That's kind of cool. That way no one else can get any recognition from this episode. <laughs> yeah, no. no one deserves any more recognition than us. I'm going to shout out Yoko Ono. <laughs> she that, is you, the leader of the Beatles. So. Are you taking away my shout out though? Like, why do I get a shout out anymore? Oh, yeah. Um, it's okay. No, it's fine. Sorry to do this to you. <laughs> no, it's fine. I guess the triangle could be with Yoko Ono. <laughs> yeah, Yoko needs it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, well, shout out Yoko Ono, I guess. Whatever. Any final comments for the episode before we wrap things up? Um... I wish we would have gotten the Weezer alarm. You just said earlier you didn't want the Weezer alarm. Here's the thing. I hate Weezer, but like I really want to listen to some Weezer. So doesn't sound like you hate Weezer then, man. It sounds like you just don't want to admit that you're you're a Weezer fan yet. Me and Weezer have a complicated relationship. It's the stages of grief. You haven't reached acceptance yet. <laughs> Am I in denial then? Yeah, you're in the now. No, I'm not a Weezer fan. I'm not. <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah. Rivers Cuomo is today's Paul McCartney. And I'll stand by that. Yeah, that's a hot take. I mean, <laughs> Paul McCartney never made the Blue Album, so. No, I didn't see Paul McCartney singing the sweater song, right? Wow. Like, no. <laughs> so shout out Paul McCartney, um, a poor man's Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> So thank you, John and Cecilia, for joining. And thank you all for listening. And thank you, Andrew Ferguson, for making the theme song. It's a great theme song. Go check them out with The Dwell. I don't know if they've released any music yet, but if they have, go check it out. If you have any song requests, please send them my way to manitahotline at outlook.com. And make sure you put your hot ones and forget about us in the email as well. I'd love to see you all here next Friday as you continue our journey through the wonderful world of music as to answer the question, is it better than Smooth by Santana? I think we're getting close to the Halloween episode. So we're about to hit the holiday season with Smooth by Santana. So... We're going to have a lot of fun with that. So if this is the last episode you're ever going to listen to of the show, you're missing out because we're, we're just we're just getting started. But not really, because I think I've had over 600 songs on this show. So <laughs> I guess relative to the amount of songs that have ever been created, I guess I'm still technically yeah. getting started. I probably got a couple million to go. Maybe so. Yeah. yeah. And eight at a time, it's a pretty slow pace. <laughs> <laughs> But it's okay. Eventually. Eventually. Um, thank you guys once again for joining. And I like to this episode, like I liked in every episode, by reading my new favorite comment from the Smooth by Santana music video on YouTube. This one comes from Alan Ratig, who says, and this one, this one's kind of a roller coaster, so buckle up. It's one of the more interesting ones I've read. <clears throat> my grandmother told me this story on her first and only cruise ship ride. She told us about this Mexican guy at one of the ship's mini bars. He kept trying to buy her a drink, but she thought he was one of the ugliest guys. It was Carlos Santana. Small moments like that are amazing to me because I imagined a completely different path life could have taken. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> What's the different sister. <laughs> <laughs> He's, I guess he's saying my father or my grandfather could have been Carlos Santana. Oh, think, yeah, if you want <laughs> If you want, oh. according to Alan's grandma. <laughs> <laughs> but also, at what point would this be in Carlos' career? Because are you telling me, like, in the 60s, when Carlos Santana was way more well-known than he is now, that he was just at cruise ship bars trying to buy random people drinks? Yeah, I think that's what he's saying. <laughs> well, I guess it was probably right after Woodstock, right? He probably just hopped on a cruise ship out of yeah. New York. So that's what all the Woodstock people did. All the, all of them. Yeah, they all. Jimi Hendrix is like, that was fun and revolutionary. Let's go to Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys once again. And thank you all for listening. And don't forget, give me your heart, make it real, or else forget about it. I'm Alex. This was Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana, and I'll see you all next time.